Hi, and welcome to Real Estate Keeping It Simple. This is your host, Ray Dove of Remax Eastside Brokers, Inc. here in Bellevue, Washington. This week, I thought I'd talk about open houses, what to expect, what not to expect as a buyer and as a seller. What's the proper way to view a home when it's uh, held open uh, for you to go look at the home? What can you do as a seller to help position your home while it's being held open on a specific day. So let's talk about the sellers. You finally decide to put your home up for sale. You're excited. You're going to have your first open house. What do you do to get ready? Well, make sure your home is certainly lived in, but let's tidy it up a little bit. Let's make sure that we don't have any barriers that people have to walk over clothes or toys, anything that might uh, obstruct their way of seeing the home. Let's make sure all the light bulbs in the home are working properly. People do turn on light switches. Keep the cupboards and the closets reasonably organized because buyers are going to look in your closets. They're going to turn on the sinks to see if the water runs or not. They want to physically see your house. If you wanted to make some fresh bread, people still do that. Or if you want to bake some cookies, I know as your seller's agent, your real estate agent sitting in the house open, if you made some fresh cookies, that would be great. I'd have something to nibble on while I was sitting in the open house. And uh, if you're a buyer going to an open house, you can always bring treats to the real estate agent sitting in the open house. I mean, why not? In any event, you know, staging the home for the open house, making it look good, smell good. Uh, If you've got wired music in the home or you have a radio that we could turn on ever so lightly to at least break the silence those are all good things make sure the welcome mat looks good at the front door make sure your front door looks nice and clean the landscaping has been mowed and edged depending upon the time of the year that you have in the open house you know you're excited and you should have your home open house ready but what are your expectations at a homeowner a seller of course, like I've had a couple of sellers watch, you know, the, the different websites that are out there to see how many people are viewing the home. And if you get security cameras around the home, you might be peeking in to see how many people are coming through the home. My suggestion is just pack up and go have fun for the day. Open houses typically two to three hours long. Your real estate agent will call you or text you after the open house to let you know how many people came through the open house. But I will share with you that if we get a lot of traffic, it's, it's, it's a challenge to meet and greet and talk to everybody that comes through that home. And most people that come through the home, they really don't want to talk to you. They just want to see the house. So sadly, we just don't get enough feedback. Uh, we kind of pay attention to see what negative feedback someone might have. We try to enter into conversations with people but they don't always communicate back with us. We try to find out if they live in the neighborhood, they're outside the area, are they out looking for a home, are they neighbors? So we don't always get feedback that you as the seller or homeowner would really like to have. And, uh, and so I wouldn't put that expectation onto your real estate agent to have that. I've tried to get people to sign a logbook to say, hey, my seller would really like it if you would sign in here, your name, email or phone number or not, 
just so we know who's been through their house. And a lot of people don't do that. So the other biggest advice I could give you as a homeowner or seller is if you have firearms, lock them away. If you have loose change laying around, pick it up, put it away. If you have prescription drugs in your medicine cabinets or on the bathroom or kitchen sink areas, put those away too. You know, when we get busy at public open houses, we can't follow everybody all through the house. And a lot of these people that go through homes, maybe like you, have got small kids. And small kids are always, you know, touching stuff, picking up stuff. They may be taking something of yours that to them they thought was cute. So like if you've got kids' toys in the home, put those away nice and neat. I know when showing homes or with a client when there's an open house and they got little kids, they're mesmerized by some other kids' toys. Uh, so they want to play with them. They want to be entertained while the parents are trying to look at the house. So we try to do our best as your agent to communicate with the potential buyers, even neighbors, maybe talking to the neighbors, see if they have someone that they know that they might want to live in the same neighborhood. But it's, it's, it's a problem and it's a challenge. It does afford you the ability to have more people go through and really see the house as opposed to what they see online through all the uh, website advertising. Uh, so your agent will get back to you after you open the house. They'll just give you a, probably a head count, how many couples came through, how many people seem interested, how many real estate agents were out that day just looking at homes, or how many agents came through the home. They're actually showing a prospective buyer. And that's really the people that we'll, we'd reach out to more than anything is to get their feedback. Uh, we're lucky if we can actually get a hold of somebody that's been at the open house and actually wants to interact with us because most people will tell us I'm already working with another agent. We're just looking. We're not interested. And what they're trying to do is just push us away as salespeople because they don't want to be sold anything. So my style is to let people browse the home and I kind of keep an eye on everything. If they pause and look at something, I'll point out certain things and point out, oh, I did. just don't want you to overlook the fact that the home has an outdoor hot tub or the home has central air conditioning. Oh, the homeowners just put a new 50-year roof on the home, or a new furnace, new hot water tank. Just something that I can enter into a dialogue with these people, at least make them aware of something special you did for the home. You're the original owners. You know, things like that would be what we try to do to get that communication piece going. And so they may leave the open house and they may call us later Hopefully, if they don't call us, your agent, they're calling another real estate agent to say, hey, I was just at this open house. I'd like to go back and see it again with you. Uh, we kind of really like it. It's on our watch list. Uh, so that's about all you can really do as a homeowner and what your expectations should be at an open house. And of course, we all want the home to present itself well so you can get multiple offers hopefully or at least a good solid offer that you can make a selling decision on uh, as soon as the offer comes in. We are not in a market right now to where we're going to have multiple offers on every home that goes up for sale. If the home is shows well and is priced with the buying public thinks is a fair price, yes you'll get lots of activity. We are starting to see more buyers in the marketplace. With that said, what about the buyers? What are your expectations? What 
what is your responsibility when you go to a public open house? You're excited too. You started the process of looking for a home, or maybe you've been looking for homes for months, you're exhausted of the process, you're excited to see this new home that just went on the market, you show up, you've got kids in tow, you know, the real estate agent on site, they're trying to interact with you, your kids are running left, your kids are running right. At the end of the day, you're in somebody's home, somebody's house, and that home needs to be respected. So you have an obligation, in my opinion, to make your kids understand that they just can't go pick up other kids' toys, they can't take things from the house, they can't sit on beds, you know, they, you know, rightfully so, they're bored in most cases, but there's got to be proper etiquette there because how would you feel if it was your house and people sat on your beds, opened up your refrigerator, played with all your kids' toys, and then they didn't put anything back. They just walked away and left the agent on site to have to put everything back to how it possibly was. As a buyer, when you go through the home, if they're asking you to please take off your shoes or wear your booties, then please respect that. It, it is someone else's home. If you don't feel comfortable in doing either, then maybe you shouldn't be out looking at open houses, especially as we get into the winter months. We're going to run into rain, thunder, lightning, who knows what it is. But, but please, either take off your shoes, put on some booties if you would. Interact with the real estate agent a little bit. We're not all trying to sell you something. We just want to give you information about the home so that way you might go home and say, wow, you know, really wasn't looking to buy a house, but I really like that home. It's so much bigger than what we have. It looks like something we really need. Maybe we should go out and look at it again. Or maybe not. But if an agent's asking you to log in, it's really for the benefit of the seller. Let them know, hey, so many people came through today and here are the people. You don't feel comfortable leaving an email address or a phone number? Then don't. But at least have the courtesy to at least sign in so that the agent on site has some information to go back to the seller with. Just like if you had your home for sale, you would want that additional feedback or insight to people who have been through your house. If you are a buyer, as opposed to, I know a lot of people just go out and look at houses, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you're a serious buyer, make sure you get pre-approved for financing. It's imperative you know what you can really afford, that you're in a position to buy a home if you found a home that you really like. Because if you decide to make an offer on the home, if you haven't been approved for financing, chances are they're not going to accept your offer. Uh, so get in front of a lender. Talk to them. Find out what you can or cannot do. And if you're just a neighbor and you're just looking around and you're just kicking tires, so to speak, to look at homes, don't be afraid to, to tell that to the, the on-site agent. Don't be afraid to tell them that you're working with another real estate agent. And shame on those agents to try to convince you to try to leave the agent you already have a relationship with and try to get you to work with them and say, hey, I can get you a better deal on this home if you work with me. Well, I would suggest all parties, buyers and sellers, fully understand the law of real estate agency. We've covered it in the past, and it basically it goes through the obligation of an agent representing a seller, obligation of an agent representing a buyer, and what dual agency is. 
And if you go back to some of my previous podcasts, we talk about that, so I'm not going to talk about it here. But at the end of the day, the seller is going to make a decision as to whether they want to sell a home to a certain buyer at certain price, certain terms. So the real estate agent really has no leverage per se over what the seller is willing to accept or not accept. So when an agent tells you that, you know, I get suspect myself. Our job as a seller's agent is to get you as much information as possible so you can go make an offer on the home. And, I, and I'm sitting there trying to help my seller sell the home. And that means you have to go get your own real estate agent. You have one that's so be it. Uh, go back and talk to your agent and then bring us an offer. And like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, you know, if you want to put a smile on this real estate agent's face, you know, feel free to bring me some cookies in the event my seller didn't bring me any cookies or in the event that I'm sitting in a house that's a vacant home. Uh, with that said, I know I kind of lightly went over this, but uh, to the buyers, go see an open house as if you're walking through your house and how you would like it to be respected, uh, whether it's just you, you're a couple, you've got kids. Don't be afraid to talk to real estate agents. They're not going to convince you to buy something you don't want. And you as this home seller, you know, having open houses every weekend, it's really not going to sell a home these days. Uh, right now, your home's advertised on so many different websites, so many different platforms. The buying public at large knows it's for sale. So, you know, having open houses periodically, yeah, you might catch somebody happen to be driving by and then decide to poke their head in. So, scheduling an open house on a periodic basis is a good idea, but every weekend, I've tried that with sellers in the past, and after a while, the market's seen the house, and the peaked interest is kind of weaned a little bit, so I don't know if that really works. But then again, you sit down, talk with your agent, what's going on with the marketplace at that time in your specific area, and you should craft uh, an open house schedule that best suits your needs to, to hopefully get the home sold sooner than later. With that, this is Ray Dove, Remax Eastside Brokers. Thanks again for visiting my podcast. I'm not sure what I'm really going to speak about next week. Uh, I'm going to do my best to see what I can do to bring in a guest speaker, either a lender to talk about the steps on how to get financing, how to get approved, or I might have a building inspection uh, guest speaker and talk about the steps and what they look for in terms of the building inspection process. Or I might have someone, uh, at least uh, maybe not next week or the week after, on credit repair. Uh, what you need to do to make sure you have great credit so you can get the maximum loan that you want so you can buy the house that you're looking for. Uh, so anyway, I'll, uh, I'll surprise everyone and uh, try to have a guest speaker for you next week. Have a great week and thanks again for visiting my podcast.